two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of FTS, Friends Talking Shop, coming to you from now Spotify, along as opposed to in your inbox or nowhere. <laughs> Just How many, David, David, what are the Spotify follower updates as year two for year two I, days? I will uh, let me let's put a pin in that. I'll come back to it so that uh, you can't throw these research uh, related questions in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> so I but I will I will when when one of you is talking, I'm not paying attention. Um, <laughs> that would be good. Well, I'm in case you haven't. This is your first time. I'm Dave and I'm coming to you from St. Louis soon to be on my way to Napa for spring break. Ooh, I am. Also joined by Josh, who is in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love that does not extend to Ben Simmons. How are you, Josh? Brotherly love. It's like calling a bald guy curly. That's how we view it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, Ben got an earful. Unfortunately, he got the last laugh on that game. But what was he wearing, by the way? He was wearing a look like a giant gold chain with a kangaroo, a gold <laughs> kangaroo. I couldn't make it out. It was bizarre. And then his. Uh, not Gucci, but one of those Primo brand type of uh, sweater sweatshirts. It he, just speaks know, to, speaks just to who kid. he is. He's just speaks a kid. He's Thank a, goodness. <laughs> well, he's grown up fast lately. <laughs> yeah. And we're also joined by Omar coming to you from uh, a non-Puerto Rico location, I believe. Yes. And Omar. It's snowing. The one who... Brought to you, Soul Man, as the quintessential <laughs> oh. basketball movie. Yes. Omar, Omar, the breaker, the breaker of chains. Um, <laughs> yes. The breaker. <laughs> but I, I do want to come back to this. It didn't really hit me. I should have talked about this much more in the last podcast. But for you to call Soul Man a basketball movie is yeah. like calling Terminator a love story, or or it 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 has a scene for a basketball. <laughs> I, 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 I'm now starting to wonder if you're even familiar with the movie itself. <laughs> That's the scene that stuck out for me. <laughs> right, well, but clearly. it's 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 not about basketball. In fact, I, I'm pretty sure in the synopsis in uh, IMDb, <laughs> the word basketball is not mentioned. Never even, mentioned even I, once. I did I did forward you the Wikipedia. It's you're hard pressed <laughs> to find it in the summary of the movie. <laughs> <That's a plot. laughs> Anyway, uh, if uh, to make any sense of that you got to go to episode six. These things are. This isn't episodic. This is a ongoing, long-form story that we're that we're doing yeah, for right. our lives here. Well, look, I would build say, up. like, isn't like the Avengers movie? Is that a movie that's? It's not. It doesn't say it's about gemstones, right? It's a movie about. Wait, wait, about, wait, 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 wait. What? Okay, the gemstones appear throughout the movie, so therefore you can talk about them as being centered to the movie basketball is not centered to soul man yeah. by any stretch of the imagination in fact i would bet you the actual basketball itself probably appears in maybe less than 60 <laughs> seconds of the entire 90 minute film well to use your analogy if someone said what's the avenger about it's about an obsessive jeweler like that that right, would not be right, fair right, uh, a description right. of that movie that'd yeah. be leaving a lot out I don't know. I just found that that scene in particular to me spoke to the underlying racial undertones and um, perceptions that existed in society at the time. Wow, doctor. 
Wow. I don't know. I, I just turned together a bunch of words. Yeah. It sounded good. It sounded very good. I heard undertones and I, you know, that blew my mind. <laughs> well, on our podcast each week, we uh, do three topics that we bring up that we haven't rehearsed, uh, haven't thought about. Uh, and maybe today will be a little bit different. We might have uh, a little bit of a, of a twist. Um, I'm ready to go first. If uh, unless Omar, you tell me at any time that you want to shoot in with your topic, because we may have a guest today. Is that we possible surprise guest? Yeah, we may have a we have a, uh, you know, as the part time executive producer for this show, (laughs) um, I'm sourcing talent and I think we may have um, someone joining in. It's almost an homage to Howard Stern with his mother and David Letterman. Well, don't give away too much. All right. We'll leave leave that. So you just let me know if when's the right time Uh, for your first with my topic. Yeah. Sure, why not? Right. I never right. go first. You go. So I have been working on uh, – well, first, to give you uh, – you guys both know this about me, but um, for those that, that don't know me, if you sit down and talk to me, there's probably a few things I will tell you very quickly, uh, either tell you or just come up, is that I'm from Wisconsin. I'm a Packer fan, and I haven't really thought about this as I was to list these things down, but apparently this is true, is I am fairly open with my fear of flying. It it doesn't take long yes. before my fear of flying comes out. I have breakfast with two guys every Thursday. One works for Boeing and one is like a real analytical thinker. Um, and they'll talk about anything and my fear of flying will come up. They'll, my son's getting married. I'll be like, really? Is he flying somewhere? What does he think about turbulence? Like I, I just automatically will talk about fear of flying. Well, and let's, so everyone knows this is coming from someone who flies a lot too. All the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. It's, a, it's like having a fear of heights, and yet you're a construction worker on a yes. skyscraper. Yeah, it's exactly. a, my life. Um, so this week, t- today, I'm flying to California. And so that's always within the U.S. It's the longest flight from St. Louis, and I always think about that. you got to fly with the Rockies, which is always like a little bumpy. And- <laughs> does, it, does it matter if you're flying coach no. or class? So here, okay, that's a very good question. So I have found out, figured out there are three things that cause my fear. If you take one of those away, I'm okay. It is the fact that we're 10,000 feet in the air. Uh, It is that we are um, in a enclosed space, so the claustrophobia of it, and then you add bumpiness to it, then turbulence. uh, That turbulence, then I freaks me out. If you take any one of those, if I'm in a plane and it's smooth, I'm fine. If I was on a train, it was bumpy. It would be fine in a close. I, you, you t- but all three of those is what does it. Wait okay. a second. Wait a second. So you really don't have a fear of flying per se. Because so, if you can be in a plane and have a smooth flight and be perfectly fine, that yeah. would be very different than someone who has uh, uh, a crazy fear of flying. That Correct. Just can't even, that as soon as they jump, get on the plane, they're, they're nervous and, and a wreck. Right. So like flying therapy is they'll, hey, we'll get you on a plane. We'll talk about the noises and what's happening, what the flight attendants are doing. I yeah, know you don't, all need, that. Yeah, I, you don't I, need that. I, I got all that done. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is. It gets bumpy and bang. So I have to prepare myself before I get on planes, which makes <laughs> for interesting encounters yes, when I yes. land. So I've been trying so hard to figure out different uh, things to overcome this. And I'm trying something new today. And I want to hear your guys' uh, oh, opinion. Oh, I want to hear this. I bought a portable virtual reality headset that you can put your phone in to watch a movie. 
And my thought is this, is one, I got to make sure it works. There's some technical difficulties I'm sure I'm going to run into, but let's imagine that that's true. I'm going to be able to put the VR headset on and be completely immersed in the movie. I'll have no idea what's going on around me. And I think that will do the trick. I think that will. But here's a very big caveat of putting on a VR headset. Yes. Power source. Not power source. Not the power source. It's battery. Yeah, the, it is. The, the fear is that he looks like a moron. <laughs> right? Yes, that's what yes. I'm afraid of. Yes. We're going to get on, and I'm going to say, my wife will be next to me, so poor woman. Uh, she has to sit in the middle seat of a four-hour flight with me put with the headset on, because she can't not sit next to me. I need her to sit next to me. And I need the window seat, <laughs> which is terrible. Oh, my but, God. No, it's funny, it's funny you need the window seat, too, because I think that would bring more angst being right next to the to the, out, the outer edge of the plane and seeing outside and seeing that you're above well, and also, the clouds. Josh, Josh, would also, that bring more also, also, Josh, if the window breaks, then Dave would be the first one sucked okay, out. Su- sucked out. True, yeah, true, that's true, true. Now, now yeah. I have four things. I don't think I Dave's fitting through that life. window, though. That's, <laughs> no, not, my that's per- not a shot at Dave, either. <laughs> <laughs> my perspective is that if it's bumpy if i can look outside then it's not as claustrophobic that's that's the window house. oh interesting plus interesting. i will often pass out and i need something to lean on so <laughs> rather than my fellow passenger so i i think this is going to be a potential cure for me like if i can get this headset well first of all i need one of our uh, investment funds or companies to develop this technology a subtle VR application that you can download a movie, watch it. You don't look like a complete. So it looks like you're wearing glasses, just like sunglasses or something like that. Right. Correct. That's that would be a great invention. I think. uh, In fact, we should back that and just make that company right now and sign up. I love it. I love it. Um, Because I think that would be a huge market to do that. Um, But I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I I, I'm gonna. So David. So David, here's my um. You know, I I I I I spent extensive time in the metaverse and in VR. And um, as a card carrying <laughs> member, um, and I've read about it, its effects on you know and how it, and perception. And really, there's no quicker way to to have women run away from you and have uh, that thing on your face. However, you know along those lines, David, uh, this this leads to he's a married narrative. man though; he doesn't have to yes, worry about that. My point exactly, so David. When did you or have you already come to the point, or have you not yet come to the point where you realize that you are no longer a sexual being? <laughs> This is quite a turn. No, as a married man, you know, listen, I was I was engaged for a year, over a year. Yes, that was, out, that was a hell of an engagement. But <laughs> 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 I was out as an engaged man, I wouldn't even look at women, nor did I think they looked at me because I was engaged. That's very happy, happily engaged, I will add. <laughs> Um, I well, so to answer yeah. that question, okay. I uh, I never looked at another woman the day I met my wife. Uh, yeah, that's, of course let's not. Get that course on, not. on record here. That that's obvious. First when that happened. Well, there you go. So in other words, my point is, I don't think women really. I think women can feel that how you feel about yourself. So Omar, women found him sexually attractive in probably 15, 20 years. Omar, can right. I pull you into reality, please? Can I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I pull you out of your little bubble? Yes. Sorry. This this might be a tough concept to grasp, but sometimes yeah. men don't want to look like idiots for anybody, not just <laughs> to attract women. If you win, it, it doesn't have to be just for attracting women. I mean, you're, you're dismissing it and saying, well, it doesn't matter. It's like it's That's you fair. might as well be 500 pounds now that you're married. It's, it, it's irrelevant. I see what you're. I, I see what you're. What you're saying, Dave. 
Now, here's what I'll say to you. As long as you really don't care what anyone else thinks. And by the way, there's a lot of weirdos on a plane. Yeah. I mean, I, I fly enough that, you know, there's tons of weirdos. So yeah. you'd be you'd be far from the only one. Uh, and I don't even know if it would be that weird. I think people would be like, that guy's got VR on. I mean, that's a little and then that would be the end of it. But here's right. my here's my thing. Has this been tried before by other people who are afraid of flying? I've never seen anyone wear a VR headset. Never, never. On so I've looked into it. I've looked into it, and they are British Airlines is looking into handing these out to their uh, you oh, know, I have to rent them or whatever. And so they'd be for flyers, you know, just for entertainment purposes, but definitely sort of kind of nervous flyers because I would think. That that is for me. It's not getting on the plane. It's the experience of you know the takeoff, the bumpiness, the you know. If I could kind of surround, even if it was bumpy, I would not be aware of it if I had my world surrounded by you know. You know what you should watch. What would you watch? You, That's my you should you should watch uh, airplane. Yeah. <laughs> or alive or something or, like that. Then, then the turbulence way. the turbulence are like 4D. Yeah. If they yeah. coincided with the movie, my God, what a brilliant. Uh, well, I have had – I've gone through all kinds. I've watched horror snakes, movies. Snakes, uh, on, snakes, a plane. snakes, snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. Yeah, yeah snakes on a plane. <laughs> uh, the last time I got really scared on a plane, we watched – what's The Purge? I watched The Purge. Oh, uh, The Purge, yeah. And I thought, look, I'll watch a scary movie where it will draw me into being scared that, that I won't be less afraid of what's going on around me. Like I'll try to focus my fear on – Ah, the so you – That so doesn't – No, that doesn't work because if your ankle hurts, if you punch yourself in the other leg, it doesn't take away from your ankle pain. Good point, doctor. Yes. I should talk yes. to you. <laughs> yes, you should have talked to me on that but one. But VR should work. VR. You know work. what? I, I, when you first said it, I I was about to make fun of you and say that is the silliest idea. That's absolutely ridiculous. You're going to look like a fool. But the more I think about it, it's actually not a bad plan. And if you get immersed, because I've I've experienced VR, it's really cool. And you are immersed in that world. Yeah. Right. Like there is nothing else around. You are oblivious to everything else. Now you have to, so I guess you have to download the movie onto the phone because right. you can't do Wi-Fi, and yep. then it has to. You're, are you going to put it on right away as soon as you sit down, or are you going to wait till so after takeoff? So these or? are all the details. Yeah. That's why yeah. I need your help. I was thinking, you know, uh, if I were to get on as soon as I sit down, then everything the the message, because sometimes you know the pilot will be get on like, uh, we're going to yeah, go through some bumpy uh, ascent here, and then you might want to tighten up your seatbelts for the first hour and a half. When I hear that, I'm like. All right, this is it. Get me off the plane. Um, so I don't want to hear any of that. I don't want to. Although getting on Southwest where you have strangers, you know, coming on the plane, I was thinking of like kind of letting everyone situate first before. So not every single uh, person. Sees me. Wa- yeah, is walking back past you. Yeah. So right. I limit the idiot factor to just the people in my yeah, row and the yeah, flight yeah. attendants. But well, here's just, the other thing too. It's at night, so it'll be dark. They turn the lights down on the plane. They do. They do. They, this has got to be a perfect plan. The perfect time to do it. It's dark. I like it. And your window seat. So you're not sticking out when people walk by. You have to turn right. your head to see you. And I'll tell you another thing. I th- although I will. T- I will. OK, so this might be a problem. And I just thought of this. Are you in the exit row? No, I, I have. OK, I have a routine and I'm row nine. I'm wondering because I always sit in the exit row. I love the exit row. I'm wondering if you were in the exit row, would they still let you do it? Yeah, the, right. Because the plane could be going down, <laughs> and you're and you're Sir, the open the door. Of, yeah, you're in the middle of uh, of Soul Man, right at the basketball team. <laughs> Sorry, oh, the best oh, part's coming up. Yeah, right. 
I'll open the door in a second. Well, that's the other thing I thought. Would they say, sir, we need to be able to communicate with you. You can't wear those. That would that would be also. But I would think like, no, I'm going to push wear back headphones. on that. People wear headphones. All the, people fall asleep. They wear headphones. They yeah. wear masks over their eyes. Right. There's no reason to. And if there's an emergency, you know, someone, you know, your wife will tap you and say, hey, honey, might be time to put that away. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> and you'll go, wait. The, the basketball scene is almost over. <laughs> then, then I'll deal with, with flight crash position. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'll put my oxygen mask on in a second. That was, What's the best that they say when the air mask come down, uh, put it one on yourself, then the idiot yes. who's got VR next to you? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yourself <laughs> first, then uh, your kid, then the VR idiot. <laughs> I really, I really want to fly with David. I, I've never done it before. I don't think you do. Yeah, I have um, – well, so I've had a lot of interesting experiences. People that have flown with me, it's it's not fun um, <laughs> because it's I'm either, you know, scared and making them nervous or I'm passed out. But what you want to do is have a meeting with me after. Uh, I, I have had um, yeah. yes. experiences that I've heard later because I don't remember usually a thing after my flight. Um, Omar, have you, never, have you never flown with anyone who's, who has a fear of flying? It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it, the, the anxiety is just it it spills over. It's it's really bad. Every you know trip. It's tough. This, I have a week in Napa that I'm, I'm heading to, and all I could think of is this fight. Is that? I mean, that's crazy. You know what's fu- what's so funny is that for some reason flying doesn't do anything to me whatsoever. I have been in two circumstances: one where the oxygen mask came down, and another where we had to make an emergency landing because the back tire blew out. And in both those circumstances. Uh, the uh, the latter one, I had to be in crash position. I didn't I didn't bat an eyelash for some reason. I uh, the, all I was going through my head was, um, oh, they probably practiced this. Yeah. They're fine. They'll do it. They'll nail it. And plus, I have no control. So I mean, so what am I gonna do? I already like David. What might be helpful for you is <clears throat> I'm I take the. Are you, are you familiar with a school of thought called fatalism? Yes, I I am, <laughs> and I am, yes. and I'm. This is actually convicting go go ahead yeah so in other words it's already it's already been drawn out how you're gonna how you're gonna perish no it's really not that's not true well i I think my view that's why i I subscribe to this train of thought joshua that's (laughs) i'm 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 a fatalist i think it is so you think there's already a plan for you i think it's meant what's going to happen is going to happen i live my life the way i want to live it risk management wise and airplanes aside like you know, so when those crash position things have happened to me, I think I've had that maybe once. Yeah. And I've been told, asked to do that on an airplane. I'm very, um, I'm nonplussed. Nonplussed? Nonplussed. Nonplussed by I know, can never figure out what that word means. Yeah. I, never, means, I will never use that word in a sentence. It, I always feel like, I, it, I, I feel like it's unimpressed. But that's no, what it is, isn't it? I mean, it means he's not plussed. <laughs> Dave, you're, you're, you're on an airplane. You're plussed. <laughs> yes, you are, you I am. I'm, I'm plussed are. and multiplied. Uh, it's awful. But, uh, but yeah, I have a fatalist attitude too. I feel uh, I believe in a higher I power. Know. I believe that you know things are meant to happen for a reason. I can't oh. those all these things. And so I even feel I have a better place that I go if we crash. Yep. It is like a that chemical. That's even more reason. For I know. You to be I, I'm a bit. That's crazy. Josh, I agree with Josh that you should be even more uh, on my page than others. Yes. I oh, I don't have that. I don't share that at all. I don't think. I think you create your own uh, destiny, obviously. But, um, 
Yeah, so therefore I think – Just like Ben Simmons. So, so like for example, this was supposed to be a – yeah, right. This was supposed to be a topic for me at a later date, but you brought it up with the – my mother says this constantly. Things happen for a reason, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, my le- it's my least favorite phrase of all time because that's so easy to say to people like us who have – you know, are, are, who have had it all right and we're doing okay. And it's – but to tell – as I tell her every time I go – Tell the people in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, uh, with their last uh, earthquake and last storm, that things happen for a reason. See what they say. That's it's that gets into a very much deeper philosophical yes. question than this podcast yes. can handle. It'll yes. fall yes. in the we'll way of itself. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk yeah, about it later. That, that is, uh, but um, yeah. but yeah, it's a great question. I feel convicted that I. Why do I worry? It's like are you fear of of dying, and I want to say no. It's a fear. Of flying, like you don't understand, it's 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 not a rational thing, and yeah, so it's not rational, I got to just right. basically do something to cut it off, and uh, and you know there are right, other well, so and health ways. This will be incredibly interesting for a later podcast to to see how this goes. Yes, I'm, I will. So ne- next week's edition, I'm I'm dying to hear how this works for you. Okay, um, I actually have some backup plans as well, so just I'll list them. <laughs> off. Um, I'm new. These are new things. One is I am I bought sunglasses. Because I thought I'm going to put very sunglasses. dark sunglasses, wrap around sunglasses, and listen to a podcast. I'm going to see if that works. Okay. I brought a, a sleep mask. I may yeah. go to the sleep mask and see if and listen to a podcast, see if that does it. Mm. And um, this is going to sound absolutely. I actually bought uh, AR goggles as well. So I bought two different devices for this trip to try. Uh, the AR goggles are a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> uh, disruptive because you can actually see so it'll be dark and you'll be able to see and this you need wi-fi for those ar goggles no no you can download but there is um you have to mirror from your phone there's it that's it's a lot more of uh technological this is uh the extent that you're going i I am a fear flying pioneer i'm gonna solve it for everyone yeah this is i gotta tell you something this you're you're you are and i don't mean to use a, a phrase that's been used before but you're going where no man has previously gone before. Yeah. Well, you know, I think things happen for a reason. And I have this fear of flying. <laughs> I just want to know. I, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, like 85% of VR is on porn pornography. So I'm really curious. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Like, what, where did you get that from? Is that a Quinneapolis poll? Quinnipiac- yeah, I just I, I heard it. I heard it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. He looked at his um, phone and did a quick survey of what how much VR he's well, been. You guys know that porn drives a lot of people. Technological innovation. Of course, it that is without a doubt true. All right, so give me three applications <laughs> that porn has has developed. Technologies. Yeah. Technologies. Yeah. Technologies, yeah. I mean, uh, probably dealing with uh, bottleneck issues and bandwidth. For one thing. Okay. Internet. Um, internet. Um, it has probably led the pay the paying customer you would pay on the internet, like that kind of technology. Uh, okay, like, so you know, various, for like subscription kind of websites, various services. Okay, um, it's also done the same thing for telephones way back when. All right, right, okay, good. Yeah, there's a lot more. Um, and nine seventy nine seven six party lines. It's been a lot. Remember those? I I don't I don't, but uh, you've told me about them. I just I hear people say <laughs> say things like eighty five percent of the. Uh, and I, I, I always think, really, I, I always push back on when I hear. Everything. Well, Dave, 68 percent of surveys are made up. <laughs> uh, always good. Good for an ender. All right. So that was my topic. I will report back. It's a good one. How this goes. Yeah. And uh, have my wife take a picture. Um, 
Oh, yes, definitely. Which uh, I'll make sure doesn't get shareable. I will say, I don't know if you know, Omar, in our we had a conference that we were I was presenting at and Josh then presented as well and shared a video of me playing VR in front of everyone. <laughs> yes, I did. Which uh, so <laughs> my ability to remain a sexual being was uh, taken away from me. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was the moment right there. That's right. All right. Uh, Omar, are you ready to go on your topic tonight? Yeah, sure. So um, I think this is a uh, – what's, what's it called? The uh, the fourth wall or something? Um, fourth wall, okay. You're, you're breaking down the fourth wall. It's yeah. called the unplussed wall. Unplussed wall. <laughs> yeah. So so basically I, I think that – Nonplussed, yeah. The nonplussed wall. We all think about um, you know moments of, um, of like when we begin to resemble – either physically or personality-wise, our parents. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. So there are moments sh- you catch I'm yourself. Sh- I'm sure there are things that each of you have with your with your with your parents. And so <clears throat> I was talking to my father, my father who is, you know, in his eighties. My dad was a, you know, it's a typical Indian story, Pakistani story. He graduated was a nuclear physicist in the, in uh, at uh, Martin Marietta, and then retired at like 48. And now he has like 17 cars. So, wow! Is that yeah, a story? Typical that's a typical story? Pakistani yeah. story. Wow. Yeah, of course it is. That's what that's most Pakistani. Immigrant stories. immigrant story. Yeah. yeah. So yes. so and he loves cars. He loves collecting lots of you know cars. Have everything. Cars. Yeah, collecting everything. So <clears throat> I was you know I have a car that's in uh that's actually in maryland that i used to have in new york and my niece has been driving it it's a convertible 2004 bmw whatever i love it stick shift super fun and most things matter stick shifts are really fun the details are really unnecessary well it means a lot to me this clock almost like you know in ferris bueller you know with that guy's father, Con- this Connor. is Ferrari. Oh, the, fa- the Ferrari. Car, yeah, Ferrari, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And but she Cameron, only drives it. Cameron, she, Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Only it to school though. So I was talking to my dad three days ago about how I was a little concerned, kind of total jest about how many miles my niece is putting on my car. No big deal. We go to another topic. The next right. day, which was yesterday, <clears throat> or so, my sister calls. She goes, "Oh my God, Dad is in Virginia. He just bought a car." A BMW. I'm like, okay, mind you, he has like 15, 16 cars already. Right. This is your dad. My father went down to Virginia. He yeah. said he bought the car. He bought the BMW. That he bought it for you. Does he have insurance on all these cars? Does he yes. pay for insurance on all wow. these cars? Yep. Yeah. So he. Where does he, he keep dri- them? Well, let's let's just say that our neighbors aren't super excited about it. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. So like the you're having a party again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my father um, is super excited. It's a seven series. Spent bought it from oh, a deal. Oh, jeez, nice. Brings the car over here today. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Let's go pick up your mother now. I want I want to be with you when you drive your car." Now again, I don't live in Maryland. Okay, right. I live in Puerto Rico. I'm here. Very hard to get a car to Puerto Rico. Yeah. A month a year, and I already have a car in Maryland. Yeah. Right. I'm here. Anyway, he brings the car here. We get in the car to drive to go pick up my mom. I turn the ignition or press the button. The car doesn't even start. Which <laughs> is symptomatic of so many things with my father. Is this a used car he bought? 2014. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, they're always used. 
So, yeah. so then I go, I drive another car, which, you know, you know, to my, pick up my mom. And while I'm there, you know, I showed you guys, you know, the video of it, you know, there yeah. are just hundred, there's probably 120 pairs of jeans. It's unbelievable. Laid out. I've never floor. seen, never seen anything like it. Yeah. And like, and also like 40 pairs of shorts and every pair of shorts and jeans has belts in them. <laughs> my dad does not like to change belts. So, every so, pant has its own belt instead. Is it the on. same belt or is he actually no, they're all belt? they're all different. They're all different belts. They're all different. So they're all just to paint the picture, yeah. you sent yeah. us a video. Yep. It was it was a a pair a hundred pairs of jeans stacked on the floor, each with a belt in the so hundred pairs of jeans, hundred belts. Yeah, four different stacks of jeans and I think two stacks of shorts. Yeah. Each yeah. stack being roughly between twenty to thirty. Jeez. And so, you know, I just got me thinking, I'm like, because initially I tried to fight this and my mom has given up years ago, but my dad's hoarding because there's lots of clocks and there's lots of telephones. And, and the so, clocks, by the way, all, <laughs> all on and working, right? All on and working. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's accurate. So I'm like, but then I, so I'm also getting self-reflective because I'm like, I think that I am a bit, I'm a bit of a collector as well nonsense Ooh, interesting interesting so but i think this is my thing i think that i am a hoarder as well and so i don't understand i've seen I, your place though you, you don't have clutter i don't well you have little clutter but it's not hoarding clutter it's not like uh whatever channel that hoarder show is on it's, but it's some tendencies like come on late in life so are you that's sensing you're changing into your father is this um, what you're saying no that's not my question actually my question is that was just a sort of an offshoot i oh. I think in some ways it's inevitable that we all are going to ch- turn into our parents mm-hmm. um, Ooh. in certain ways. Uh, certainly uh, for me, it's already happened, including collecting f- the 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 thing is, it is. Is it an, is it is hoarding technically an illness or not? Yeah, they say it Can is be. on the show, at least they say it's a mental illness on the show. It's I don't obsession. buy that, by the way. So I along. Wanna... OK, OK. Yeah. So along those lines, you know, what I showed you, I've been debating and i ended up doing it post i i posted that video on instagram you did yes and so because i I, because to me in terms of it being an illness i don't think it's an illness for my father particularly it's just a cute sort of like amazing amazing video of my life um you can make an argument for the pants omar yes like okay he, the guy doesn't want to put a belt on. It's it's a it's an efficiency thing. It's a cheaper by the dozen thing. I get it. You can't make an argument for the clocks or the or the phones. The clocks and the phones are not in the video for the record. I know, but that but, the, but you can't. If the guy only hoarded oh, pants, I see. if the guy only hoarded pants, you'd say like, okay, he's got some sort of system work in there. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't. He hoards a ton of things. Okay. So are you saying that it was not I should I should not put it put it on Instagram? Well, you outed your dad uh, to a whole bunch of people there. I mean, I'm sure he's not on the gram, but and I think anything in your 80s is well past the point of where this is uh, an illness that needs to be dealt with. You are who you are at that point, and uh, so I don't think you're. Have you You're watched Hoarders, it. Dave? Have you seen the show Hoarders? Well, I have, and it didn't look like you know the room that was the video was and didn't look like a Hoarders no, room, right? No, it was, but it was just a lot of jeans. It was, 
But there are limits to – I mean, you could be 80 and, and hoarding in that manner, and that's a serious problem. I guess it is – should uh, you know, it's it, – it, let's say it is an illness or whatever it is. I think it's always funny to point out the 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 <laughs> lunacy of all of our lives. Oh, I agree with that. Sure. 100%. But um, if it's an illness, then it makes you feel kind of uh, different about it. But he is a – he has rationales for everything. So, oh yeah, of course. Oh, let me what is the rationale for the Jets? Well, I'm curious. Let me actually see. Let's bring up. Let's get him on. Let's let get him on. Let me see. Now I don't know where this is going to go. This will be our technically our first guest ever. I love right? it. So are we going to try and go off headset so we can? Let's give it try a try. Let's do it. Yep. Let's do it okay. for you know for a little bit. It won't be so bad. All right, all right. you guys can discuss some background while I'm um. Well, we have background music that might help too, right? Well, now. I have a, I have a, a quick thing I'll tell Dave yeah, about why you okay. go get your, why you go get your, our special guest. All right. So, Dave, the other day I'm at the – I brought my family to the Sixers game, right? Okay. And what do I see that they're uh, peddling food-wise uh, for concessions? Dippin' Dots. You know I thought you were going to say Pringles. No, not, <laughs> not Pringles. That would be funny. Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots. So, so, okay, I got two questions for you. One, who who the hell eats Dippin' Dots? I, I, I don't know who's eating Dippin' Dots. And two, it, it's clearly labeled on everything Dippin' Dots, the ice cream of the future. You you can't be the ice cream of the future when you started in 1989. Okay, <laughs> is he is he coming? Yeah, he's coming. He's right here. Hi guys, how are you doing? Mr. Naeem, how are you? Okay, I'm doing fine. It's so great to meet you. Good to meet so, you. So great okay. to have you on the podcast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Omar is now hugging his father. It's very sweet. Okay, yes. shoot. So listen. So your son shared with us. Yeah. A, a video of your pants collection. Yes. Which had us talking. Yeah. So I, I'd i like to understand, if I could, the rationale behind it. I mean, are you wearing one pants and then throwing them out and never wearing them again? No, I, 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 I repeat them. I have 44 pants. 44 pants. 44 pants and all are classical. I mean, a uh, uh, collector's collection. Collectors. Okay. Okay. Each of them has a belt on it. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, you, I don't so, have to put the belt. So they're not 44 of the same pants. No, no, no. The, okay. Different brands. Okay. And, and I have about about 50 shorts. <laughs> right. That's what we shorts, heard. Yeah. Yes. So and I have about 80 golf shirts. 80 <laughs> golf shirts. You've yes. never played golf before, but. <laughs> and you don't play golf. Well, um, English call it, you know, uh, T-shirts also, you know. Yeah. 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 Dad, right. Dad, Dad, right. Tell them, tell them your story about why men play golf. Huh? Why do men play golf? <laughs> no, I say it's a waste of time or to stay away from your wives, you know. I, I, I could not, I could not <laughs> agree with you more. It drives you nuts, you know. <laughs> I, I could not agree. I hate golf. It doesn't, it does nothing for me. So let me ask, let me go back to the pants, if I, if you don't mind. Okay, go ahead. So. Are we at the point where you have enough pants where you're not going to buy more pants? Or it, are you buying pants because you see pants that you like and go, ooh, I need to also have those? No, I will not buy any more uh, jeans. You're done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. What if you see another pair that catches your eye? No, I already have all of kind, I think, which I like. Okay. That's and then the fair. belts, they're all different belts that are in each of the jeans. That is correct. Do the belts come with the jeans? No, no, I, I bought them separately. <laughs> but do you buy them at the same time you buy the jeans, the belt? No, not really. Oh, interesting. 
And I, okay. so uh, my question, do you, do you rotate them one through 44 start at the beginning or do you wake up each day and say, this is number 37's day and this is number 19's day? I just rotate them. Rotate. Just rotate them. So are they ever washed? Because I, I understand the efficiency of having the belt in them so you don't have to put the belt in and, and it's, you don't need a belt rack and that's, that's great. But eventually you have to take the belt out to wash them, right? That is correct. So uh, how many wears before jeans are, are washed? Because I'll wash, I'll wear my jeans several times before I wash them. Yeah. No, I, I wash it every time I wear it. Oh, every time oh. you wear it. Wow. Yeah. So then, all right, wait a second. So then when it comes out of the wash, yeah. do, you, do you then re-put the belt back into those jeans? That is correct. Wow. Okay. So, then, I, I, so it's I, not saving I, you time. So putting the belt in doesn't save time. I just never ironed them. Well, I don't iron my jeans either. Yeah. But I, but think... I thought when I saw the video, I thought, wow, that is very clever because that's an efficient way that the belt stays in the jeans and therefore. No, no when I wash them, I take them off, then put them back. You wash them after every time you wear your pants. Well, of course. Almost. Of course. But you don't have like a favorite pair? No, not really. Wow. Wow. OK, let me switch gears on you if you don't mind. One more question. OK, go ahead. Okay, if you and tell me when you've had oh, enough. He's good. He's good. He's good. Okay, I've also seen your collection of uh, clocks and phones. Yes. Okay, so I understand the jeans. The jeans now make more sense to me. However, okay. this is going to be a tough uh, hill for you to climb here on the clocks and phones. Help okay. me under help me understand each of those. Yeah. See, uh, basically, I'm a nuclear physicist. Yes, I heard. Yes. Being a physicist, you know, I love electronics the most. Okay. And as you know, I have 10 cars for about 40 years. Right, right. <laughs> they are all old cars, you know, because I work them on them. It's my hobby, you know. Yep. And now I'm 83. I've been working on cars since I was 12 years old. Wow. And I know too much about cars. When too I much. Go, when I go to the dealer, a service advisor cannot handle me. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have too many questions. Yeah. Okay. So two things. Yeah. First, I noticed that you uh, uh, dodged the question on the phones and the clocks. You no, went right. Says, to, no, you went right to cars. Yeah. No, no, no. I did not. Uh, I like electronics. Right. I, I like, especially, you know, I started liking clocks because made by Sony, because right. they're so stylish, you know. Mm -hmm. Back in the eighties. Uh, in eighties, you know. Yeah. And but you have them all working, right? They're all they're all working with batteries are plugged in. They have to. They have to. Right, but <laughs> do they? Isn't that isn't that? I can understand having an appreciation for them, but isn't that a overkill? I mean, it's it's. Do they make noises all on the hour or? Some of them do, and but yeah. some of them are actually quite beautiful. They're, yeah. they're not all Sony. Yeah. They, he's some ceramic clocks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. With dogs in them. That's for me with Lou. Thought that'd mean a lot to me because it had a dog. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. How about the phones? The phones are they all plugged in? Are they all working? Are they are, are they all on the same line? When I buy them, the, all of them are working, and all of them I connect and use them time to time. Yeah. But they are also you know different styles, different brands. But the, but do you, so for that, I understand the cars and the clocks. The clocks are different. There's a style to them. The cars, everyone, you know, there's classic car collectors. There's there's a whole bunch there. The yeah. phones are is where I struggle the most with because 
that's just a utility, right? I mean, there's nothing yeah. really there that to be admired with a phone, right? Do, do you need that many phones? No, but some of them, they, I started liking, again, phones made by Sony years ago. Right. You know, they make so beautiful, you know. Then I started Panasonic and other brands. And I, I just love these two things, you know. All right. Okay. And telephones. What does the wife think of, of these uh, collections? Say it again. Your, your, your wife. What, what does your wife think of these collections? Well, she, she doesn't say anything, you know, for my things. <laughs> <laughs> if she does, just go golfing. And also, yes. you, know, you know, she's a physician. You know, so she's too busy in her own work and with the patients. All right. All right. Listen. All right. Those yeah. are great. It was it was it was, it was, it was a, awesome meeting you. We've known nice Omar for years, and it's very it's wonderful to see uh, you know his loved ones and meet them. So thank you. Yep. Thank Fascinating. You so <laughs> thank you. Bye now. Very nice Bye to now. meet you. Bye, Bye. 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 Dad, I have to sit back down now. Huh? Yeah. Can I get it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. You know, I, I, if someone would ask me the question, if you took yeah. a doctor, a nuclear physicist, and they had a, and put them together and had a child, <laughs> I, would Omar have been the answer that you would have first came up with? Uh, no, and that's probably why he distracts himself by buying jeans and, and shorts. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> He's got 80 phones and none of them will ring when Omar calls. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's it's probably he gets the call from Omar who tells him some hairbrain wow. scheme and he goes, I got to go buy another clock. That was oddly emotional. Hopefully it was somewhat entertaining. I got to tell you something. You know what? I was ready to, to, to really put him uh, uh, to the ground there and say, you know, Mr. Naim, this is craziness. But he explained himself pretty well. <laughs> If any nuclear physicist has is doing something, then I would probably assume there's a reason, a good reason for it. I think as soon as you preface the whole thing <laughs> Wait a with a nuclear physicist, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I'm all right. The best part else. is. So I said to my father, there's uh, <clears throat> there's services you can hire. Hilarious. Uh, where, you, where you can hire someone to come interview your parents about their lives. Yes. And then they'll create a book or even a, maybe even a video, a montage or something like that. And, and I've asked my father several times. He won't do it. I don't want to do this shit. I don't, I don't want any person talking to me. Stranger. Why will I want to talk to a stranger? I'm like, Dad, it's not a stranger. I know them. It's my cousin's, like, it's my friend's cousin. So I always make up a story. So my dad is in, notoriously frugal, right? So one of the challenges I have is like the, as if, as frugal, son. he owns wait, 10 wait. cars. Do, do you well, know what frugal means now? I want to yeah. go back. I'm not sure you know what frugal well, means. No, the cars on average cost like $5,000. Right. Uh, but he's got okay. but he's got ten of them. <laughs> he likes quantity. The guy's yeah. in so the when quantity. I'm buying him anything nice, like if I try and buy him like a nice jacket like from like Montclair or like taking in these stores, which are the prices are obviously, you know, sometimes very high. I just I always saw the go to oh yeah, my friend Josh's uh brother <laughs> owns, owns the store. So I got oh, nice. Yeah, idea. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the same thing. That's but, fun. Uh, anyway, that was fun. Here's what's was, crazy, Omar. What's crazy is that you know he washes the jeans after one one pair, one wash, one wear, I mean, and then puts the belt right back in them. So it's not even like I thought I saw that. I'm like, wow, this guy has a loophole uh, for cutting out, uh, having to have a belt rack and having to take time to put your belt in every morning. And that's yeah. not the case at all. He, he thought he had them. a belt loophole. Is that what <laughs> yeah. you were doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well played. He he doesn't wash them every time. It's like every 
five times or something like that. I can't. I mean, that you, every you, week you, you'd be washing seven pairs of jeans. That, that would uh, that to me is like the most. Although if you're a nuclear <laughs> physicist, then maybe I'm, I'm doing it wrong. I will tell you, I think I may have this the pair of jeans I have now. I might have had them for three years. I might have washed them twice. I don't yep. wash jeans that much. Do you? Yeah, wash you jeans? don't. You're not supposed to really. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. yeah, I I don't. But I what's it's just fascinating because I don't know anyone who doesn't like. I have a favorite pair of jeans. Yeah, I have yeah. I have two that that I go to more so than the others. I shirts too. I have certain shirts that are heavy in the rotation versus others that make it out only once in a while. But he's he's uh he, it's like his children. He's got equal love for all 44 pairs of jeans. Yeah, yeah, and, and he rotates here, rotates here, it he, so it takes the choice out. Here's the craziest part of of what he said though too. I was expecting him to talk about how oh yeah when I see another pair that I like I add that to the collection. He's done. <laughs> he put the line in the sand at 44 pairs. I do not need another pair. That's he's got like. Well, that's you look at you look at right. also right, 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 right. Well, he's not it, a hoarder. If you ask, you know, there's plenty of uh, people who are alcoholics who say I'm never going to have a drink again, right? Mm. So uh, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how much weight I put on my dad's phrase, phrases about anything, any certainty regarding buying anything. So okay. you, so okay. you think. Okay, so all right, so there's all right, so that's a typical hoarding thing. You you uh, you denial. Deep, I, will denial. My, yeah. I will ask my mom to be particularly on high alert if dad yes, ends up if, buys a new pair of jeans. We need well, to know that. We need to got know it on that. record. He said he's we done. We need to know that he's done. He said he's <laughs> you done. You have it on record. He I'll said he's done. I'll send you the video too. He's got so all the classic that. jeans oh, there right. are. I want to know and look through those when you get a chance. I want to know if they're all different kinds. Because they're all the cla- classical jeans. I yeah, I will. I have before, and I but I will again. I need to know more. I need to know more. Yes. Well, that was great. That was our first <laughs> guess, and, and he did not disappoint. He did not. Well, we could probably go to our last uh, topic, but we should probably pause to thank our our sponsors. Uh, Ooh. We have sponsor uh, Omar Harris, uh, Omar Luz Hair Salon <laughs> in Topeka, Kansas. Yeah. We want. Uh, is our number one sponsor. And, .com. That's it. So we need to thank them. And uh, and I, we need to get actually, some advertising uh, music or some taglines for. You know, we do, Lucerne. and we actually need to get advertisers besides Lou and Co. Because I think that you know we've been saying the advertising thing a little bit in jest, uh, but in reality we can't go forward with it because I think it violates FINRA violations. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah. Let's clear that up. All right. Yeah. Well, I have. Coke and Microsoft on the Lined in the up. works, so yeah. I just yeah. tell them to knock it not, knock it down. Well, they still might it. need us. They had to pull out of Russia, so they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. there's an opening for uh, their marketing department. So. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're on Spotify. Our, our reach is endless now. That's but correct. Josh, why don't you go ahead and tell us your topic? So listen, I had a really uh, juicy topic for this podcast. I'm going to table it for the sake of time and put something that's a little bit shorter and, and an easier conversation. Um, but still something I wanted to talk about. Um, so, Dave, when you land in California, you'll inevitably check into a hotel, correct? Yeah, that's correct. OK, so here's here's something that uh, has always bothered me with hotels. And it's something so silly. And I'm wondering if it, if it bothers you guys, too. When you get in the elevator, right? Yeah. You look at the buttons. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 14, 15. They skip 13. They do. Every hotel in, in the U.S. skips 13. And I don't know if that's done outside the U.S. I never really paid attention to hmm. it when I traveled. But this is maybe the dumbest thing in the world. 
I mean, first of all, the whole reason is it's superstitious. 13 is an unlucky number. Right. But by just by skipping it and calling that floor 14, it doesn't mean you don't have a 13th floor. You still have a 13th floor. You just labeled it 14. I have a lot of questions that it come. So first of all, I'm wondering, is it the hotel or is it the elevator operator that's doing that? It's the hotel because the hotel has to, has to put the numbers on the door, too, for what oh, of room course. you are. So if but yeah, that, OK, all right. And you, it's you the hotel. Start. The second, I wonder, though, if it's more than just it's unlucky. Ha ha. You know, that's just but <clears throat> back in the day when people got the room 1329, they would come back and say, I don't want the 13th floor can have a different floor. So they yes. have historically it's been a problem because they've had a certain amount of people that would not want to be on the 13th floor. And this is my point to this. Are we are we children? Are, are we are we are we that silly and fragile and that crazy that 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 actually would affect people? Anyone who, who says I won't be on the 13th floor is batshit crazy, in my opinion. You, it, it, that's that's nuts. That's irrational. And if 13 is unlucky, let's say it's bad to be on a 13th floor. I don't want to be on the 12th or 14th either because probably it's going to spill over. <laughs> why Why is 13 unlucky? Does I don't know why. Uh, I don't even know the tradition. origin of that. Yeah, I don't even yeah, know the I, origin of that. I know I know the uh, origin. Oh, you know the origin? Yeah. Ooh, fill us in, doctor. I mean, I think, I'm sure there are other views on it, but uh, 13th was the number, was the seat number that Judas was sitting in at the Last Supper. And that's the reason? I think so. So they had seat numbers. <laughs> it's, just, it's in the painting. Did they have yeah, you can't see that. It, Did they have tickets to the Last Supper? <laughs> Where are you sitting? I'm sitting at six seven. Hey, that's right next to the big guy. That's not right. Wait, <laughs> there, I'm not buying there's that. There's no story. thirteen. There are twelve apostles. Yeah, but Jesus is thirteen. Yep, that's so true. Thirteen seats at the Last Supper. He was the thirteenth. So that is where the thirteen comes from. I think there's other like. I have no I, idea. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that out. That was a dumb question. <laughs> that was. <laughs> but it's but it's it's so it's so ridiculous. You're still yeah. on the 13th floor. You can't just yeah. put a, you can't just label it 14 and say there's no 13th floor. The 13th floor isn't 13 because of the label. It's 13 because it's. 13 floors off the ground but that it's but people aren't turning in their keys on 12 and 14 because it's that's the point of the hotel is that they don't want to have people come back and say no no no, i don't want to be on the 13th floor so they, they just say let's just get rid of the yeah. whole problem even if it happens once a, aren't we a past month. this are we not past this as people yeah no i, I mean if, if you just tradition if you got it let me ask if both of you checked into the hotel they said oh here you are you're at you're in uh uh room 1313 yeah. Would you turn it down? No. No. Oh, yes, I would. If I you would if, actually, if they gave me room six sixty six, I would turn it back in. No, I'd be you like, wouldn't. No, I sure no, would. No, you would not. Come I would on, too. Dave. I would not want. Have you ever? There, I bet you there's not a room six sixty six. I don't know. That's a good I question. Want I wouldn't want. I, it. I have no problems taking that room. It's a room. Someone put all that made it room six 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 was some schmuck. Uh, uh, nailed in a 666 on the door. <laughs> That's it. That's all that happened. Well, and it, and it could have been a different room. It could have been the room in the other side of the floor. Do you walk under an elevator or a ladder? Yeah, I cannot walk under an elevator. It's physically impossible. <laughs> that is actually very unfortunate. <laughs> that's not always possible. It's very unsafe. Yeah, it's very it unsafe. Is, yes, that's, that's true. That's that is a very possible. effective superstition. Uh, yeah, yeah. walk under a ladder. 
<laughs> yes, I will walk under a ladder. I won't I do it too. because yeah, I don't. I, none of that stuff bothers Black me. Black cat runs across. You don't think about it twice. No, there's no. no. How about if you? What if you are wearing your favorite socks and the Sixers won five in a row? Do you do <laughs> no. any of that stuff? No. You know what I used to do, and it's a little embarrassing. When I'd watch the Eagles and uh, it wasn't going their way, I would change the channel and then change it right back, as if. <laughs> As if I was somehow disrupting the game and sh- and shook up like uh like a snow globe of the game. Worked? Did it ever work? Did it ever work? It worked all the time. It was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I have full power over what happens in football games with my remote control. That's always, how silly it is. Is that it's what so you did crazy. at fourth and twenty six way back in the day against yes, the Yes, fourth and twenty six. I you, changed the channel twenty six oh times. <laughs> Jerk. It's your um, fault. But this is I just think this is this is this is infantile. It, it, it's yeah. it, it's crazy. It, it, I, if I had a hotel, yeah, I would make every floor 13. Are you <laughs> every floor. Ooh, that could be a, like you can call it the Hotel 13. Call it the yeah. Munsters, the Munsters Hotel, because they live at 1313 Mockingbird Way. Oh, not only is everything 13, but it's haunted. OK, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, if you made it a uh, everything's a ladder, you know, lots of black cats running around your hotel. Um, you break mirrors before you leave each. Yeah. Uh, it's not a bad idea. Doors. Wouldn't you yeah. Wouldn't you stay there, Dave? Would you be afraid to stay there? I, I wouldn't stay there. No, like, I don't want to fly. <laughs> I wouldn't fly, and I would definitely not stay in the thirteenth row. I, I actually, that's true. You won't I, pick the thirteenth row on the I plane. Had a, I would I would steer away from the thirteenth row. Yeah. I why, now why don't they do that? Why don't they planes? That's a great point. Planes don't go. Yeah. 11, 12, 14 in their rows. I suppose because if something that is a situation where something happens in row 13, it's probably going to affect row one through 12 and 14 through 30. Like yes, there's no question. We had about a plane that. crash. And everyone in the 13th row died. Everyone else but, survived. See, if that happened, if that was a news story, I'd be like, okay, I, I give in. I will not sit in the 13th row. If everyone in one row died. A kamikaze duck flew and just took a whole row <laughs> right to out. the 13th. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's I think it's just utterly I, silly right. and ridiculous that people think. I mean, by the way, you've also had this hotel for years. Everyone stayed in these rooms for years. It's not like anything happened that would cause that then that suspicion over that floor. And it's still the 13th floor. Yep. You can't take that away. It's the 13th floor no matter what. I think that's so I do think they have 13 floors in Europe. I'm curious. I'm very curious. I've never paid attention. I've only noticed it when I when I've been in. And it's not every 13. It's not every hotel here in the U.S. either. Right. It's It's pretty much. No, I don't think so. I bet you when you go, I want you when you take your trip to look at that elevator. Okay. I I think it's every I don't think I've ever seen a hotel with a 13th floor in the United States. I think my red roof in only goes a couple floors. Well, that only might go three floors. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of the times they turn the 13th floor into like the mezzanine or something like that. You know what I mean as well? No, no, they don't. They go they don't. 10, 11, 12, 14. That, look, Some look definitely at, do that. Yep. Yeah, they all do that. I mean, look at the look at the keypad when you're in the elevator. All right. I'll take so a picture. So Josh and I are going to a hotel, and we were meeting in a hotel in a few weeks. Um, That's unlucky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the West Coast. Oh, you're going to that event? Yeah, you know this. Oh, very good. Yes, we'll check out the hotel. All right, yeah, and I'll I will have at least one, maybe two hotels on this trip that I'll be able to do some research. So I owe you guys a picture of go. my VR on the plane yes. and some uh, elevator. There's buttons. a lot. There's a lot of uh, homework from this podcast. There is. There's a lot of homework that we need to do. All right, so that was my quick and dirty on that one. 
which reminds me that we have a uh, an email address if anyone's listening and Ooh. wants to send us an email. And, Questions uh, or comments? Right. Uh, complaints. Um, well, let's leave it to questions or comments. Okay. Can, yeah, that's true. Or compliments. Uh, compliments. Wants to send money? Just you know, to send us, request our Venmo accounts. We can certainly yeah. do that. Send this it stuff to, doesn't uh, produce on its own. No. <laughs> our email address, if you would ever like to get in contact with us, is friends at ftsmedia which I, it's such a weird uh, email address. But have I we think tested that? Does it work? It does work. It does work. Friends and the at symbol, Dave. Friends at what did the I say? at symbol. You said at, but that could be – people could oh, yes, take it the as at AT. symbol. Yeah. Friends yeah. at FTS.media, at being the at symbol. Although, dot media, that's a new one. Yeah. So uh, if whatever you want to do, if you've reached out – I did check our stats, and we've had 22 downloads. What? Yeah, that can't be just the three of us. It's got to be outside. That of is us. 22 on, more than on. we had last it'll, week. It's my – my dad has 20, 20 cell phones. So he, <laughs> he might have downloaded it 20 times. <laughs> In his 20 cars. That's that's awesome. Wouldn't that be great if your dad had like had an entire everything for every day? Like every day he had a shirt, pants, I, I, shoes, tell you, belt, what's, cell phone, what's car. Going my, what's going through my head right now, and, and maybe this isn't a FTS thing, but is to have you guys just interview him because – he he doesn't really want to talk about his life. I think that's a lot of people, perhaps. Who are we can do that. We can. So in other words, you want us to trick your dad into giving his uh, his life story, video biographical. Yeah, story. I mean, that, it's nice. That be... Nice. That was really that's very emotional for me. It's really weird. Right. I guess it's really? not weird. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. We can have it as part of the <laughs> FTS collection, the Christmas special. I love it. The, the box set. The box set. Yes. The box additional... set. Yes, yes. That's right. That's right. My sister has a book of one-liners that my dad has said. And they're it's it's magical. I mean, and she if writes I, them I, down every time he yeah, says something. Yeah, I. That's great. Yeah, if I, I'll read you one. Maybe maybe I'll start reading one every episode. Oh, that'd end. be great. All right. Yeah, it's we'll have magic. A... My dad is. Yeah. That's how these things evolve. They become segments. Uh, he's, he's. We'll have funny. Omar's. He's it's time for Omar's dad one-liner. Then we get some <laughs> like a, music. Like a Jack that's Handy okay. thing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all for this week. We're just uh, under an hour, so I think this is a good time to to stop. So on behalf of the three of us, Dave, Josh, and Omar, we look forward to talking to you hopefully next week. Bye, everyone. See ya. Signing off. Bye-bye.